Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. The more that I put all this stress and focus and growth and scale and all these things that I thought I was supposed to be doing because all the thought leaders out there, all the entrepreneurs, all the magazines, everything says it's what you need to do. I wasn't creative anymore. This is Suncast. In every battle, there's a front line. On that front line are warriors whose courage and action shape the outcome of the battle. The world is currently engaged in a literal power struggle, a battle in global energy as it evolves from fossil fuels to renewable energy. Suncast is a conversation with solar warriors on the front lines, building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. We learn their secrets to personal and professional growth, market development, and industry insights. And now, join solar industry veteran, Latin America fanatic, and your host, Nico Johnson. Hey friend, really, really glad to have you join us again today for another episode of Suncast. This is episode 25, and today, you get to meet one of the guys who's most influenced my life in the last five years. He's not in the solar industry. He's not even in the energy industry. But he could teach a lot of us in the solar industry about two things that matter most when going from idea to income, creativity and hustle. But before I jump in, remember, I love hearing from you. You got feedback from someone you think should be on the show? You can shoot me an email, a LinkedIn message, or even leave a voicemail right from your smartphone by going to www.mysuncast.com. Email is nico at mysuncast.com. Well, I'm taking a departure from normal in today's podcast because there are a bunch of listeners who I think will benefit from hearing what my friend Jason is up to. I've heard you. You're independent or you want to be independent. You're building your own consulting business or maybe software that would scratch a niche in the solar industry. With the recent LATAM Founder Series, we really started looking at the underlying mindset, habits, and processes of those who have founded successful solar companies. You see, I believe that there's a lot you can learn from those who've gone before you. And as they say, success leaves clues. You'll begin to see a slow transition in this and some upcoming episodes as Suncast will increasingly be focused not just on Latin America, but rather on the growth stories of successful entrepreneurs in our industry and how you can apply their lessons to your own journey. Well, today on Suncast, you'll meet my friend and mentor, Jason Zook. Jason might be the best marketer, shoot, might be the best sales guy I've ever met. He made over a million dollars wearing t-shirts for other people. He sold his last name three times. He even got his first book sponsored by more than a dozen companies before he even wrote the first word, or even before he knew what the book would be about. Not kidding. In the next hour, you'll hear all about the best investment I have ever made in the last three years at least, Jason's advice for someone starting out on their own entrepreneurial journey, creating products that solve your own problems and turning them into profit, and what crazy thing he's up to next. One quick disclaimer, Jason is selling his future. You can buy it. One of the easiest ways you can support Suncast while still investing in yourself and your business is to buy his future. You can go to www.buyourfuture.com forward slash Nico if you're interested in hearing more. If you do that, I will, of course, receive a small commission for sharing this with you. Either way, his future has made an indelible mark on mine. Stay tuned to hear why. Thanks again for taking the time to be here. Enjoy this week's episode of Suncast. 
with Jason Zook. One of the ways recently that I've invested in my own future and helped build my off-ramp from what was a successful corporate life to running my own business was to invest in this guy's future. Today's guest, I'm going to introduce you to Jason Zook. We'll discuss how and why he literally sold his future and how it could benefit you as well. Now, Jason has, in a sense, become one of my online gurus, uh, and he's curated a community that has essentially become my second family or second tribe, if you will. And I think that the ethos of Jason's life and his work can be summed up in the simple URL for his personal blog, Jason Does Stuff. Jason, thanks a ton for being on the show, brother. Nico, thanks for having me. I'm just going to bring you around with me just to do that intro all times. Just just bring you around and be like, here's Nico. He'll be introducing me today. He does a great job. He'll say everything better than I will. So thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome, man. Well, I fell into the crazy world that is Jason. Uh, what's your last name now? Zook, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because frankly, I am I'm a follower of people who are thought leaders and idea magnets. Uh, James Altucher is one of the guys that I follow the most. I, I just love the idea of being an idea machine. And you know, James famously says that. This is, uh, we're in the idea economy now, right? You know, you've done some crazy things. I'll mention a couple, and I, I'm going to probably talk more than you in the first little bit here, just to set the stage, if that's all right. Perfect. So I fell into your crazy world through this, uh, what I considered, and I think what you probably considered, this whole I wear your shirt business. But you've done really kind of four crazy big ideas. I wear your shirt. Uh, you literally sold your last name, which I want to talk about. You had a book sponsor, and you'd never written a book before. And then... What I guess we'll talk about the most on the show today, Buy My Future. Now, I explained to some folks recently that Buy My Future, it's like watching a new virtual city being built. And you seem to have what I consider to be boundless energy and an infinite reservoir of ideas. Uh, I would love to know, where does it come from? Is there anything in particular that helps you prime your uber creative brain? Yeah, it's been interesting. When I started I Wear Your Shirt, which was 2008, I came up with that idea. So it's a long time ago in the internet world. You yeah. know, that's that's literally just a couple years after after people like started to think about getting rid of their Hotmail addresses or their AOL <laughs> addresses. Although some people still use them, which I gripe about all the time. But uh, Gmail's free, everybody. Just get on Gmail. Like it's just <laughs> it's awesome. Anyway, so. You know, coming up with ideas was actually something that just, it, it had always happened for me. It was just something that like, that's how my brain worked. You know, my brain would just process things and come up with stuff, but I never executed on them. Mm -hmm. And and that's the big difference. And I think, you know, James Altucher is someone who I've been on his podcast twice now, and we've talked a lot about ideas and he even gave me a lot of pushback when I was on there. So I was like, anybody can come up with ideas. And he was like, oh, I disagree. But also we both came to the, the conclusion that like ideas are great, but if you don't execute them, they're worthless. Like they're just little things that float around in the ether. So for me, you know, I wear your shirt came up and it was the first idea where I really felt like I need to do something with this. Like this feels like that idea where people might go, I wish I'd thought of that. And funny enough, it, it did turn into that, which was really cool. Like I, I really am happy and uh, just very, you know, grateful for the fact that I came up with one of those ideas because I think everybody wants one of those. Now, yes. the, the, the long and short of that is that that idea I mean, failed. It really, it fizzled out at the end. It yeah. stopped working. It grabbed its moment in time in social media. Uh, but what happened during that time is that I got really 
like stressed. I got really into the world of, of trying to keep up with everything, trying to grow, trying to scale, trying to just make more money, all these things. And guess what happened? I ended up running out of ideas. Like mm -hmm. I stopped having creative ideas. And what I found was the more that I put all this stress and focus and growth and scale and all these things that I thought I was supposed to be doing, because all the thought leaders out there, all the entrepreneurs, all the magazines, everything says it's what you need to do. Yeah. I wasn't creative anymore. I had no more ideas. And so for me to answer your question in a long-winded way, stepping back from all of that stuff, giving myself some freedom, not being so addicted to social media, which we can get into if you want, but really just creating space for my brain to crunch through ideas, to look at the world, to look online, like see problems and solve them. That's actually what has like re-energized my creative brain. So when I kind of like landed on the buy my last name idea, which is my second kind of crazy idea, and then I had my book and then I had, you know, buy my future and all these things. And, and now I, now I do feel like that idea machine as James talks about, because I have ideas every single day. I have a Google doc. I have a, a random notepad that I write things down on. And it's because I've created that space. I no longer am trying to keep up with everybody and do everything. Instead, I'm just living my own life intentionally. I'm having fun while doing it. I'm building an amazing community of people. And that is really supporting my creative brain doing what it does best. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, um, I had, uh, I think that selling your last name was one of the most provocative things you've done. Can you tell me about the day when you decided to sell your last name? Yeah. So, uh, it was April, 2012. My mom sends me, uh, a, a text actually. And that was like, we hadn't really been texting a lot as mom and son at the time. Yeah. And so that was even weird. And she was like, Hey, can we get on a Skype call? And I had like never Skyped with my mom before. I was like, this is really bizarre. And we got on a call and my mom was crying. And I was like, whoa, what is going on? And we were living in different places. She was in New York at the time. I was in Florida at the time. And I was like, what is going on? And she said, you know, your, your father, who's my stepfather uh, at the time of 13 years, um, is they're getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. And I was, I wasn't that like broken up about it because unfortunately he was my third father. So like, I didn't have like this like crazy attachment to him. Like my mom and I are like the close ones. And, and I was like, Oh, that's a bummer. And you know, she kind of told me about, you know, what happened and it wasn't great, you know, reasoning behind yeah. it. And I just kind of, you know, I always try and make a little bit of humor in these situations because it's just how I've always been. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to sell my last name and get rid of this guy's last name. Cause I don't want it anymore. What? And, and I just threw it out there and we both laughed. We both chuckled. And that was literally the spark of that idea that then like four months later, I'm sitting at a, a I think like a sandwich shop or something um, with my now wife, Caroline, and an employee ahead of the time, Sean. And we were just trying to come up with ideas to keep I Wear Your Shirt afloat because it was yeah. at the time where it was really starting to trend down. And I was like, well, what if we didn't try and think of something for I Wear Your Shirt? What if we thought of something externally that could just get attention for it? Yeah. And literally that idea of selling my last name came back up came back up because I was like, well, I've sold my shirt for four years. You know, I've done this for over a thousand companies. Yeah. Why not? Like, this seems like the next logical step. Plus, I don't care about my last name. I have no allegiance to it. I haven't had it forever. This is actually my fourth last name in my life. Um, and it would be temporary. You know, I could control everything. I could just make all the decisions. So it was at that, that meeting kind of over sandwiches with that unfortunate call that I decided to do this provocative, weird thing and sell my last name to the highest bidder uh, and then I ended up doing it a second time because as you mentioned, I had a book that came out, but yeah, it was a really weird journey for two years, but it also, I mean, it literally affected my life in no way negatively whatsoever. If anything, it was really positive because it helped me discover the story of now my final last name, which is Zook, right. which was my great grandfather who was an entrepreneur in the seventies who actually won 
Nikol Nikolai Tesla Award for his work in the power industry. Wow. And I didn't know I didn't know any of this. I probably never would have found this out had I not gone down this last name journey. Uh, so yeah, it's been really fun. It's been really weird, uh, but it was it was definitely one of the more provocative things I've done. Nice, and and somehow we found a tie-in to the energy market here. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? What, I'm yeah. I'm I'm really curious now. What was the invention or or what what did he do to get the Nikola Tesla award? He was one of the first to create a independent power uh, like company. So like independent of like all independent like, power producer, was. yeah. Yeah, to like do it himself, and you know, even my grandmother, I don't think knew a lot about it because she was young at the time when he yeah. did it. Uh, so that's one thing that I do have kind of on my bucket list of life is to like try and look more into his life and yeah. learn more about because I don't think there's actually a lot of written history about him. You know, he's just a normal entrepreneur, um, and unfortunately, there was no like Twitter at the time, so he wasn't like <laughs> tweeting all of his thoughts so he could go back and look at. Oh, um, shame. But, For shame. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that, that is something that's just really interesting, really cool that came out of that, you know, not only the idea, which got a lot of attention, made some money, and was just kind of actually really for me, my big uh, personal permission slip to say I'm not a one hit wonder with ideas. Wow. I can't come up with other things. I can move on from this T-shirt thing that everybody knew me wow. for. I can continue to create going forward. Yeah. And how did that make you feel? Oh, it was fantastic. Like not only the validation of people being willing to spend money on some weird guy's last name, like that was cool, but it was really just for me to to be able to like lift that burden off my shoulders of thinking Irish shirt was going to be my one and done. I would have to take like some marketing job somewhere and go back to that world when in fact it was like, no, I, I can't come up with other ideas. What I have to do though is remove all these other things that I thought I needed to be doing and instead focus on what I want to be doing and how I want to be doing it. Yeah, I find there's this dichotomy in, and probably in every industry, but I see through the lens of the solar industry, that of solopreneurs who uh, find a chance. I just recently was asked, like, hey, uh, by by a fellow uh, you know entrepreneur who wanted to collaborate. She said, hey, I just need to know that you know this isn't a this isn't a a detour for you before you go back to the corporate world. And, yeah. You know, so for for those of you who are listening who are wondering the same thing and you you're maybe just started your solopreneur path uh, i hope that you can get some inspiration from uh not only the thought of the notion of being an idea machine but the fact that um you are in you're in control and uh you just you're not a one-hit wonder and uh you know jason is living proof of the fact that you can reinvent yourself james altucher is another living proof you can reinvent yourself uh, hey jason tell me about a time when you were facing a business or maybe it was just a customer or a personal problem and you created a product to solve your way out of it. And I really want to know what were the exact steps that got you to the solution? Yeah. So you actually touched on this a little bit earlier. I had this course that I created on getting sponsorships. And this is something I've had just so much experience with over the years and just natural experience. Like I never, I didn't go to school for this. I'd never sold anything. I didn't even have like a lemonade stand as a kid. So <laughs> no selling experience. Growing no entrepreneur up. cred now. <laughs> nothing, seriously, nothing. And I got into this world of like selling sponsorships and selling advertisements. And, and I really just went um, kind of on my own journey through that path. And, and I realized that there were, were a lot of things that I repeated over and over again that I did yeah. over and over that helped me land those deals that helped me get money from other people, but also helped me provide value to them so that I could build a relationship that was fruitful for both of us. And so I, I started looking around and this was 2013. I had just shut down the Irish shirt business completely. Um, I had sold my last name. So I at least had some money to like sustain myself a little bit. 
And I was just trying to find like, what, what do I want to be doing? You know, what's this thing? And, and so I really thought about, well, what am I getting asked about the most? You know, what mm. is something that's coming up a lot? And I got a lot of emails from people going, how do I get sponsorships? How do I start my own thing? You know, can you help me get sponsorships for a video series I have or an event or whatever? And I would always just write these long emails to try and help somebody. And I realized, okay, I'm writing the same thing over and over again. What if I instead stopped doing this one-to-one right. and I went to do this one-to-many? Right. What, what, what do I do that through? And so I started seeing a lot of entrepreneurs doing online courses. And I was like, I don't know anything about this stuff. I've never taken an online course. I've never made one. And I looked around and all the platforms at the time in 2013 were really, really cumbersome. Like it was very difficult. They took a lot of fees. It just was a real pain to try and just start something and put it out there and go. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll just build it myself because I can design. I have a background in design. I know a couple of developers who can build this like in WordPress or whatever. So I'm just going to do it and see what happens. So I spent like, I gave myself one night to design what would be the the look and feel of this online course. Um, I didn't even worry about the content, didn't care about the content. I sent it to a developer friend. He was like, yeah, it'll probably cost you like $2,000 to make this thing like a full, like go through the lessons, mark them complete, everything. I was like, all right, whatever. I don't know if that's a good price or not, but yeah. it sounds good. I want to build this thing. So we had it built. I sent it to some friends after doing the content. And I was like, hey guys, can you tell me what you think of this sponsorship content? And no one wrote back about the sponsorship content. All they asked was, what platform is this? Like what, I've never seen a course platform that like looks this clean, like what? And I, and I just like, I had this moment where I was like, oh, I think I just created like a software product. And I had no, like the other people could use this. And so funny enough, instead of actually building a software product, all we did was just replicate the WordPress install for people. <laughs> so it was literally just like, here's a new WordPress site. And it was a full course platform. Wow. And that doesn't scale well. Yeah. So, uh, ended up talking to a developer friend who wanted some side work, and that's how Teachery, an online course platform that I've now yeah. had for almost three years, was born. And it has just continued to be a great thing for me, a great thing to use and leverage for my own projects, but also for thousands of entrepreneurs. Uh, I actually just looked. We we just crossed over 40,000 people have taken like the how to build an online course course right. that we built. And I had no idea. Like I had never even looked at those stats before. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, this little fledgling idea that I had for myself, this little problem I wanted to solve, turned into an online course platform that now you know generates great revenue. I also use it for myself. My wife uses it for her courses. You know, other people in Buy My Future use it. But yeah, yeah scratching that itch really led to like a lot of little things down the road. Um, and that's really how a lot of my ideas now end up happening. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, it's it's amazing. I you know I've. I tend to get on uh, these soapboxes from time to time on phone calls with friends when they're trying to explore what they want to do with their career or with a customer, and uh, I time and time again bring them back to okay, let's let's just go back to ground zero. What do you get asked over and over again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How can we build on that? It's one of the key coaching methods that I use to help someone out of their rut, and and consequently to help me get out of my own rut, get out yeah. of my own way. I presume, actually, I know both of those products are in the BMF community. We're going to talk a bit in a minute about Buy My Future, which we call BMF Among Friends here in our tribe. Yeah. And, but let me share real quickly, you know, we're listening to Suncast, which is in many ways, it's a product of my years long search for some way to create my own personal brand. And one of the things that attracted me to you and what you were doing was this whole notion of how to get advertising for anything or sponsors for anything. And I was thinking, wow, I'm going to start a podcast. And I listened to this intro without even going through your course. Literally, the 
amount of stuff that you gave away in the intro convinced me that you're such a you're just a giving person. I literally took a lot of that content, you know, with the knowledge I have of how marketing teams work coming from the corporate world and landed my first sponsor with with Suncast within the first seven, seven episodes of having launched the content. Like basically That's awesome. Yeah, it was the it was I, I haven't told really anybody this, but it was among the first emails that came in uh, from listeners was, hey, hey, how can I collaborate with you? And it's by no means the only one that I've received. Um, but it, it was a very uh, deliberate effort in terms of my messaging, which I learned from the conversations that you helped uh, helped to start. One of the other things that uh, is a success story, I guess, that uh, is, is now we'll talk about is part of the Buy My Future uh, community is actually someone who I didn't know was connected to you at all. I had bought your then uh, then girlfriend's branding course, and I used a lot of the lessons and tools in the branding course just this last year to help one of my clients, Faro Energy, rebrand from a previous brand to what is now Faro Energy. And what was fun uh, about being in the Slack community was actually having this live community, living community. And I know you remember well, like when we were going through this process of rebranding. Literally, I was getting on the dial, like minute by minute feedback on tweaks of the logo, uh, tweaks of the imagery and the icons. It was amazing. Uh, so the community that you've crafted is is just phenomenal. I loved this question uh, with, from our last, we do quarterly calls for those who don't know yet much about By My Future. We do these quarterly calls with Jason. It's one of the things that is a benefit. And I, I thought this question was particularly useful to our audience in the context of this conversation. If an inexperienced but motivated person gave you one week to teach her how to do business, what would you have her do or read or uh, engage in? Yeah, this is this is a good one. I, I hadn't thought about this question in a while, but I had been getting asked this question again. Like, this is the thing we go back to this. Like, what are you getting asked about? And and so I write a weekly article that goes out to my own like tribe of people called the Action Army. And a lot of times those articles are just repeated questions that I get. And I'm like, OK, I mean, again, I'm answering this one to one. Let's go one to many with this one. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, so I actually wrote this this full breakdown to specifically answer this question. And the way I framed it was how to get your MBA for $64. Right. And the idea was that, you know, you can spend all this money to like go to a college, go to school, like invest in all this. But a lot of times what you're learning is like 10 years behind, you know, like where we are right yeah. now, especially in the internet space, if you're trying to build a business that uses the internet and is online a lot. Um, and I think even for offline, like it really applies is that there's, there's so much that's happening so quickly that the things you're learning in a classroom or anything else, it's really kind of behind. And so I wrote this post and the idea was it was four books that total $64 in total that I really believe can give you basically like your own version of an MBA through this. Um, the first book was The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. And yeah. I like that book just as a foundation of understanding you're not going to build the perfect business out of the box. You have to build the smallest, best version you can and then see how it goes. And for me, like going back to that, you know, the first version of Tea Tree, it was a WordPress site. That's all it was. And, and then to see, oh, people want this. Okay, now I need to invest more time and energy into it. Uh, the second book uh, was Body of Work by Pam Slim. Mm -hmm. And that book was really uh, important for me. Yeah, because it just it really helped me think about what really matters to me. Like, I don't want to build something just to make money and just because it's a hot industry or whatever. I want to build it because I care, because if you don't care, the money's going to come and go. 
but you're going to lose interest in it very quickly. And so I've seen that in myself and in my life many times over, and, and that's a good lesson to keep learning. So body work was good. Third book was Rework mm -hmm. by the guys from 37 Signals, now Basecamp. Yeah. Uh, such a great book. Like, I love that book. That's the book I think I've read the most times. I think I've read that book four times, and it's just great. Like, yeah. it's just such good business information from people who've built a, a multi-million dollar business with no investors. You know, they started from scratch. Yep. And then the last book, which I think is actually the most important book, and it's something we, we've kind of touched on a little bit here and there, uh, is Kathy Sierra's Badass Making Users Awesome. Right. And the whole premise behind this book, even though the book itself is very weird, there's a lot of clip art in it. Like, it's kind of distracting <laughs> when you read it. But the, the entire premise is... It's all written in Comic Sans. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. Well, whatever you're building needs to make someone better at whatever they do. Right. You know, so like my sponsorship course, the idea is not just to teach you how to get sponsorships. The idea is to make you better at selling. The idea is to make you more comfortable at pitching whatever you do to make money. And and that's the outcome. That's really what, what I want you to walk away with is for you to be better at that thing. And so that's been a big lesson for me in everything that I create is, okay, even like this buy my future thing, yeah, it's great to give everybody the stuff and the community, but like, what am I doing? Like, I want to help you progress in your life and in your business, whether that's to be better at selling, be better at teaching, be better at creating, you know, just be more comfortable in whatever you're doing in your journey. So those four books are the like, read these in a week, Yeah. you will feel empowered, you will have so much information and knowledge, and you will really know like, okay, in this time of where we live right now, I know what steps I should take, or if I have an existing business, I know which direction I should maybe change yeah. to just see what happens going forward. Yeah, and we're a community of, of readers every week. And one of our final questions, which we'll ask you, Jason, is uh, is about what uh, what interesting and influential books. Uh, so I loved that your answer was read more, and these yeah. four books in particular. So I'll link to that in the show notes for sure. But so let's dive into uh, this whole buy my future uh, uh, nonsense that. Uh, <laughs> that my wife still is scratching her, her head about, um, but she now knows who Jason is and Brian Ball and so many other folks. Yeah, you know, you mentioned before, uh, and, and it bears mentioning it, Buy My Future is actually so much more than just the products uh, or services. But I wanted to kind of tee it up with, uh, and, then, and then I'll hand it off to you, courses that I've used or find valuable as a member of Buy My Future um, how to get sponsorships for anything, which I mentioned. Podcast like a boss, uh, genuinely like one of the best podcast courses out there. Um, uh, Caroline's better branding course, and the profit and action guides, which are like if for, for they're way at the bottom of the long list of of resources, but they're little like they're really little nuggets of action on how you can both create action in your business and find little sort of pockets of profit. Um, and I've been getting, uh, so some of the stuff that, uh, also some of the stuff that I've used um, or I'm getting ready to use is around the whole thing of teachery, right? Um, I didn't even uh, buy uh, buy my future for, uh, for the online courses, but uh, I think it bears mentioning that the value of teachery, of course books, easy course, the, the training uh, within there, uh, easily pays for the investment of uh, uh, if if in fact you're thinking and you're listening to the show and you're thinking about uh, starting an online course or you've you've thought about it or you've developed a course and you just don't have an idea of what platform to put it on, then uh, there is no faster way to success in my view than actually being in the BMF community because not only do you get can't really courses on tap but you get a community of people who have made. Uh, hundreds of thousands, probably millions of dollars uh, selling courses. 
Um, so Jason, I'll hand it to you. What is this crazy idea of selling your future? Where did that come from? And, uh, and how is it evolving since I think this is the third or the fourth launch of your future? Yeah, so we'll go back to that 2013 time when I was making my first sponsorship course, and I, f I found this like addiction to creation, and, and really mm. creation where the, I could bring people value. And so I was like, okay, this is a great value exchange. I can teach something I've learned or have experience with that'll help somebody else. And then they'll give me money. Oh, this is interesting. You yeah. know, like I, I kind of like this circle of life that I found. And so I quickly created like 12 different courses and products and, and, and other things. And around 2015 in the summer, I just was a little bit stressed out with how many things I was having to sell, not manage, because I can manage projects. Like that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I'm really good at to-do lists. I'm just ridiculous at it. And I, I openly admit that I think that's a natural like thing for me. Like it's yeah. in my DNA just to like juggle all this stuff. But what I didn't like was all of the selling. You know, right. it's just like you have 12 things you have to constantly be selling. It's too much. Yeah. I can't put all of my energy into all of it. And this this idea hit me of like, well, what if I didn't sell all of these individually or focus my time doing that? What if I just focused again, like the book Essentialism, which I'm not sure if you've talked about on this podcast no, we before, but it's great to mention like it's a really easy visual. So if you picture a circle and just arrows going everywhere outside the circle, mm -hmm. that's kind of what my life was like selling things. And essentialism basically preaches like, take all the arrows, make them one arrow and point them in one direction out of the circle. And you get kind of like maximum effort and value toward one thing. And so that really, before even reading that book was like, this is by my future. Right. By my future is the opportunity to get everything I'm creating. Because if you're if you're trying to build a business, if you're trying to learn more, if you're trying to kind of gain more skills in a lot of different areas, there's not really one thing out there to buy that does that. You yeah. kind of have to buy all these disparate products and then see how they fit together. Um, whereas if you if you purchase this this thing, my future, you you get it all. And then the the thing that was a complete aside for buy my future, which almost didn't even happen was the community. Yeah. And, and it, it didn't, it literally was like an afterthought for me. I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I'll just start like a Slack channel. You yeah. know, we'll, we'll just see what happens. And that has become, as you've even mentioned to me many times, and now uh, if people are going to, which is now the Buy Our Future site, which I'll get to yeah. in just a second. Um, but that is the that is the thing that has come up the most, is people are like, the products are great, Jason. I'm learning, I'm, I'm making money from them. That's wonderful. The community is amazing. It's, yeah. you know, 300 people who you get direct access to, who are similar, they're like-minded, they're building their own things, they're on their own journeys, they all have different experiences that they can lend yeah. their advice and feedback on. Um, so yeah, this this idea was basically for me to say, all of my stuff wrapped into one nice package. Uh, the first time it sold, it was $1,000. And the idea is the future part. So you know, Nico, you paid me $1,000, you're never gonna pay me again for anything I've ever created. Thank you, Jason. And so, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but I love it too because I've gotten basically like lifetime value of Nico. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you could buy four That's or five right. of my products and I still would maybe barely make that $1,000. And I just look at this as like, I'd rather have you get an amazing deal, yeah. me get the amount of money that makes sense. Yeah. And so the first time it was 1,000. Uh, the second time last year in the fall, it was 1,500. And now this year, the big twist is it's myself and now my wife, Caroline, Yay. and it's our future for $2,000. <laughs> Uh, and it's crazy. It's 31 projects that you basically get immediate access to Unbelievable. $7,500 in value. But really, like you've mentioned, the community is, I think, that mm -hmm. is the thing that I think, even if you look at that of like, I'm going to use this community for the next two years on my journey. If that yeah. was all that you did was just community, you're, you're paying less than $200 a month to, for access to 300 people yeah. who are doing the same thing you want to do, who have experience it's, like that in itself is crazy. Yeah, you literally can't, you cannot buy access to these people other than no. Other than this community, like it, 
I'll, I'll just give a, a brief interlude here. Um, I've mentioned to you, Jason Tun, and you just mentioned it here. Like, I, I had never actually used Slack. I remember emailing you and be like, dude, I don't know how to use Slack. I don't. I had never even opened this the, this thing called Slack. But I have become such an ardent believer in Slack because of the Buy My Future community that I insist that all of my companies and any companies I invest in use Slack. Uh, and it's the it is for me it's the only acceptable method of internal communication for a company and it is the best way I've seen in the last 18 months to create a rabid community of users and it is it's just phenomenal I can't say enough about the value I, I literally have derived all of the value I've gotten in my opinion from the Slack community one of my you know now good friends Brian Ball is one of the guy you know we literally connected through the community. I credit the fact that I've lost two inches off my waist and five pounds in the last three months to buy my future because I wouldn't have met Brian who wouldn't have literally, he challenged me in the Slack in the Slack group to do a Fitbit challenge, which nice. we've done every week since the first week of December. Every week, That's a so walking cool. challenge and Fitbit. And we, like we don't talk about that inside of the Slack community, but it just is like, it's part of how it has physically improved my life. My mood is better. Uh, I, I, I literally can't say enough about the Slack group. I get effervescent when I talk about it, but it's group support in my mind for any kind. It's like my go-to technical IT support. Uh, it's my go-to for internet marketing uh, knowledge. It's literally the last membership I feel I'll ever need to buy. Um, so uh, one of the things that amazes me in the community and that it, we're frankly really lacking within the solar industry is this notion of velocity. And I find that this is really core to... Uh, software developers, and there's a there's a thriving community of software developers and, and creators inside of By My Future. Um, it feels like I'm constantly seeing ideas born, and not only born, but executed on in, in days, if not hours. Um, it's just such an amazing community of experts. What do you uh, What do you think uh, we owe that to? The this whole no, like I'm learning a lot about velocity and delivery and execution. How do, How is that different within the By My Future community versus other communities you're a part of? Yeah, I think the thing that's really interesting is that when you join other communities, they're typically for one individual thing, right? Mm. So even if it was like if you had the best Slack channel for, you know, solar companies, right? it's only around solar companies, right? Yeah. Like you, you have such a silo of information. It's true. And the, the crazy thing about Buy My Future is that there's no silo. It's also the really hard thing about selling it because it yeah. doesn't attract a, a typical person, which is funny enough, that's been like the problem with all of my projects. Like <laughs> I wear your shirt. Like anybody could pay me to wear a shirt. You know, right. it was like there was no customer avatar. Buy my last name. Anyone could buy my last name. You know, sponsor my book. Anyone. Could, you know, it's just, it's it's a problem. It's a blessing and a curse, I guess, if mm. you will. Uh, but I think the thing about Buy My Future that I've really noticed is exactly what you said. I mean, there are people from all walks of life. There, there are professional bowlers. There's a felt artist. <laughs> uh, there are there are professional bakers. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy who's a paleo chef at an LA restaurant that's super popular. Wow. Uh, there's just pe like people like you. There's people of all walks of life in there. And I think that that's the thing that's really awesome is that whatever's coming up, you get an answer very quickly. And I think in most other communities, you feel like you're just putting stuff out there and nothing's coming back because there's no one who's doing things differently or who's in a different walk of life who has different yeah. experience. Um, and, and so I think that's the thing that I've really realized that, I mean, I, I even, I think it was two days ago, 
I was so happy we have a shameless asks section. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea of this this channel is like, just whatever you want, just ask for That's it. Right. But the only rule is you have to help other people. Yeah. So you can't just ask and never help anybody. And the shameless ask channel was going nuts the other day. Like people were asking for stuff and then someone was coming and helping. People, and it was like 20 messages in a span of a half hour. And I was just so happy. I mean, you talk about being effervescent, looking at the <laughs> community, like, imagine me. Like yeah, the person no. who, created, who almost didn't create this right. is looking at it going, this is so powerful. It's like amazing. this in itself. Sometimes I think a lot of people, especially business owners, would go, I would give $2,000 just to have an answer. Just right. if someone would answer so this true. question for me. It's so and true. And so I think that that no. power is there. And it's, it's, a, it's a thing that I think will continue to evolve and change. And, you know, you see people who are super active and then they kind of go away because yeah. that velocity thing picks up, right? They get busy. Yeah. And then they come back in and they apologize for not being yeah. there, which I think is just so awesome. I remember, I mean, to my point about being my tech support, I'm not kidding about that. You probably remember this. I jumped in one day in October and I said, guys, I have a massive problem. I have a security breach on our email. We're using G Suite. And two people, like Ty in particular, Ty Wood jumped in yep. and said, here's how you can fix it. And within an hour, I had the problem fixed. I am anything but technically savvy. Like yeah, I, my, my next best solution was to call Google help, right? Yep. Um, and, and within an hour, someone came to my rescue, literally like life preserver. Right. I just literally I threw myself in the ocean of BMF and said, someone save me. And, yeah. uh, and it was amazing. How many. So um, I guess statistic. How many people are in BMF right now? So there's 276 people who purchased so far. OK. Um, and then in the Slack channel. And this, I think, is crazy is 240 people, I think, have joined the Slack channel, which that's it. Like that never happens now active every single day. It's probably 50 percent of that. Right. Um, active every single hour. It's probably you know, 50 Blind. or 75% of yeah. that. But what's great is that you just, you'll post something. And even if you're like, oh, I didn't get an immediate reply within a few hours, you have replies. Yeah, like, almost nothing goes unanswered unless it's like so far reaching that no it's, one has any idea what you're doing, it's which true. a lot of times I, I feel like I'm like, can I come up with an answer for this? No, I can't. All right, whatever. We all just move on and then yeah. we figure it out. It, uh, and do you have, do you plan to have a cap for it at all? Like how, how big can buy my future get? Yeah. So the second time I sold it, I, I was, a little bit nervous because the email list for people signing up for the pre-launch of it had grown quite a bit and it was a couple hundred people. And I was like, you know, I had my own list, which is in the tens of thousands. And I was like, this list plus mine, I was like, I'm going to put a cap of 200 because we, the first time around it sold 178 spots. And I was like, I, I'm really nervous about it getting too big, which is a weird thing to say. Like I'm going to cap the amount of money I can make, but yeah. I, I care more about the community being good and working together and not being too noisy that you can't even get anything done. And so that cap was really helpful. I mean, I think it dissuaded a lot of people who were like, oh, I just want to join this big, huge burgeoning thing. Right. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Like this person yeah. wants to take a lot of care. So we're going to watch it this time around. There's no official number. I don't think we need it. But also one of the things that we're doing for this third launch of, of by our future now is that it's only going out to our communities. Right. There's no outward marketing. I, literally, I'm doing like two podcast interviews, this being one of them yeah. and another one that's a friend. And I'm, I'm purposely doing that because I want the people who have already taken a step in the, in the communities that I have or in the Caroline has and to really like say, okay, I want some help. You know, I want to dig in yeah. with this or I have this idea or I have this business and I just need more tools or I need more people to be around it. And you know, you, you kind of asked like, what is that number? I love the idea of like the thousand true fans. Like right. that's such an amazing, yeah. powerful thing. I don't even know if 
if a thousand is is too many. You know, like I'm I'm just very cautious each time this kind of goes up to go, okay, I'm happy when 50 to 100 people join because I can keep up and yeah, I can do things like this. Sure. I can answer questions. I can be there every day and it doesn't stretch me too thin because I care more about that than I do sales and making money and all that stuff. Yeah. So besides me, anyone in the energy space or energy community that you know of? Um, I don't think so. But you know what's funny here? I'll do this live while we're recording because I'm actually really curious. I'm going to look up. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> one of the products that came came of just thinking about this was this Slack channel for, for Buy My Future is so awesome, but Slack is not good for finding people with interests, you know, yeah. like, or location. So uh, I'm just going to put, I'll put solar first. So you're obviously the only, only solar person. Um, yeah. If I do energy, uh, we have Jim Hopkinson, who is, he loves NYC's He's a sports band fueled by NYC's energy. Oh, so there it is. It's not, it has nothing to do with actual <laughs> yeah. energy. Uh, but yeah, that's fun just to like have, so the idea behind this is that it's a, a beautiful, simple directory of everybody should, who signed up. I should do a Your Pack directory for Suncast listeners. That would be fun. Absolutely. Yeah, it'd be great. And I mean, you set it up literally in minutes, you send yeah. out the invite and all, and the great thing about it is that it's one of those things where you have to think about it to use oh, it. But is, once I'm you remember this. that it's there, you can literally go, oh, wait, I wanted to meet somebody in, you know, who's in my area who I could get coffee with and talk about the problems I'm having with my business. Let me search the map of these users. Oh, great. There, there are three people in I'm my area. This. Let me reach out to them. It's, I'm doing it's this now. Really... For, for everyone listening, we're, we're, we're going to have a Your Pack. Uh, it'll be, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, I'm going to set this up as soon as, as soon as I get off this call. Uh, yeah, it's is, it's really is, how did I not realize this yet? I've well, had and this. I even I forget about it too. And I think that's the thing with like really simple ideas is you tend to forget about them. Like there's no virality to yeah. it. There's no gamification think, to it. So you I'm, forget about it. But yeah, there was someone who was asking about uh, SEO the other day yeah. by my future, and I was like, you Boom. know, I wonder if anybody in here went in there, searched two people, you know, uh, at mentioned them. Those people then went and had conversations, and then so the original good. person sent me a message and was like, thank you so much. They literally fixed all my problems in like one day. So I didn't good. have to pay anybody. It was just the community. It's unreal, and, and so much paying it forward. It's real. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Um, hey, any famous people in Buy Your Future? Uh, I would guess for especially or internet famous, maybe. Well, yeah, I was going to say for, for you and this audience to listen to this, James Altucher is probably the most famous. James so Altucher he, bought your future. When he, when he had me on his show the second time, <laughs> He was like, uh, someone had told him about the idea and he was like, I got to have you back on the show because he had me on when I wrote my first book. And then we were talking about it and he was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this thing live. And so you actually, if you find the episode, you can listen to him like typing <laughs> That's cool. and like putting in his like credit card info. That's it was cool. hilarious. Uh, I, I just actually was... looked the other day. James opens almost every email that I send oh, out, that's but cool. he's not active in the in community. The, like, oh, 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 if he got in the Slack community, we would barrage him. I mean, I, I I'm his, I'm his number, I'm his number three fan. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. He and then I, I give a lot of credit to uh, Deandra, who's our professional bowler, because like in the bowling industry, she's a huge deal. Like amazing. she like has won all these awards. Like she's amazing. Uh, but like you know, in our world, in the internet world, everyone's I don't know what that is. But like professional bowling, like Deandra kicks she, ass. So I, I remember. Do you remember when she said uh, she was doing her course, and we were like, wait, there are you guys. If you don't know this, there are scholarship yeah. provisions for bowlers in college. Yeah. <laughs> awesome amazing she recruits high school team bowlers i love for it. colleges I love uh, it. that's mind-boggling like yeah that's a that's hilarious any uh, one last thing on bmf any success stories that you can share that maybe unexpected or unforeseen like happenstance that has just made your world better 
You know, it's uh, this is one of those things where it's like, how do you pick a favorite kid? You know, I don't mm. have kids, but I understand this this dilemma. And I think the thing for me that I've just heard time and time again is that like people are really saying this is the best investment they've ever made. And yeah, true for me. Yeah, and not necessarily <laughs> just because they're making money from it. And I know that that's such an important thing for all of us to like make money do those things. But people are yeah. really saying this is the investment that keeps giving back. Like there's just you're yeah. getting more stuff in the products and tools and resources, but you're also getting the community. You're getting access to me on these quarterly calls, and now even more. Like I want to do more of that stuff. But that to me is like the best case study from everybody. Now there are people uh, like Danny, who is the felt artist that I mentioned before. She had a workshop that she was doing that was making like not very much money. And, you know, she reached out. She's like, I want to get a sponsor. Like, what do I do? I was like, go take the sponsorship course. She got a sponsor nice. who sponsored her workshop. And then she put up a, an Instagram post that was like, hey, I think I'm going to make a felt course. That same sponsor emailed her and was like, can I give you money to be a sponsor of this course? And so she literally made like 10x her buy my future investment from. Can, can just, you say can you say who that sponsor was? I don't even know who it was. I didn't even ask. I was just so happy for her that I was like, happy emojis, happy emojis. Like, that's all I that's cared amazing. about. Yeah. So, yeah. and then one of the. I remember it was. I remember it was some, a big deal, but. Yeah. One other that comes to mind, and I know I wasn't supposed to pick favorites, but I am, is uh, Chantel Hamilton, who actually reached out after Buy My Future was closed and was like, I missed this. I was like doing family stuff. Can I please buy? And I was like, all right, you seem cool. Let you buy. And then she was like, hey, I'm an editor. If you ever need any help, like send me some stuff. And wow. I sent her stuff, and that worked. So it was great for me because I got now my structural it's, editor. It's so hard to believe that she almost didn't get in. Well, for sure. And now she's landed like 10 clients through Buy My yeah. Future that she works with. And she's she, basically like the default editor for oh, Buy My Future absolutely. community. And I reached out the other day. I was like, when's the next time you're available? Because I have a friend who like needs some editing stuff. She was like, not till September of this year. Like that's how far out she's booked just from Buy My Future people. So <laughs> stuff. So. That's yeah. amazing. There's such cool stuff that's happening even within the community where yeah. and now you get access to people who have these skill sets where, I mean, imagine if someone else in the solar industry who was just starting out, like signed up, you would be like the shining totally. star for them. Like, you, you know, right. like that would be amazing for them. So I just think there's these really cool things that are happening. You mentioned Ty, like I'll just get to Ty a shout yeah. out. Yeah. One of the most technically smart people, he and Corey are like, they're totally. wizards to me at the things that they can do on the They're internet geniuses. and they pay it forward. Like you said, like they just continue to help people in whatever problems they have. And it's not like I promised that, like that's not on the sales page for buy our future. Like you also yeah. get Ty and Corey's tech support, but <laughs> it happens naturally. And it's a really cool thing. It's so amazing. We haven't even come in close to plumbing the depths of <laughs> your, of your future as weird as that might sound. Uh, and as you mentioned, uh, Jason was recently married, happily married to, uh, to a wonderful creator uh, in her own right, uh, internet famous, and <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and now they are selling their future collectively. So um, you know, we'll uh, there will be a uh, I don't even know what it is off the top of my head right now. It's the March thirty first, and you just launched this like four days ago. Uh, I it'll be in the show notes. I, I think it's probably buymyfuture.com forward slash Nico. Is that right? It'll be yeah. Let's go buy our future nico i'll try and make sure the other links work that's the whole fun thing about like doing yeah. this co collective thing it's like oh now we're switching it to this whole new brand which is just a fun right, thing that right. we're like ah, whatever if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't like yeah it'll figure itself out but yeah well but, but you'll have the right link to put in the show notes for everybody i'm fairly yeah. certain 95 percent certain buyourfuture.com slash nico will work yeah 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 cool and you know as i said in the pre in the preface of the show um your joining the community is an investment in your life and yes, it also helps to make sure that Suncast can stay on the air. So thank you. Um, 
we we always end the show with four really important questions. I call this the learning, leadership, and legacy section. Uh, so the first is, what's on your nightstand? You're an avid reader, I know. So what what's uh, what are you digging into these days? Uh, so I have a Kindle that now sits on my nightstand. I was never a Kindle reader. Mm-hmm. I love the smell of paper. I love the feel of books. Uh, but wow. I just was like, I can't carry this many books. And right. so invested in a Kindle. Um, I just finished a fiction book. I like to read fiction before bed because my brain mm-hmm. constantly goes all day and I yeah. need to wind down. So if I read nonfiction before bed, I won't go to sleep. I have to like get up and then do things. Um, so I just finished a nonfiction book called The Atlantis Gene, which was a good mm. one. It's like a thousand five-star reviews. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was I've, good. I've actually got that one on my Kindle as well. Yeah, it's a good one. And then uh, nonfiction-wise, I just started reading a book called Eating Animals. Uh, my now wife and I are newly 90% vegans, we like to say. Wow, vegan. Uh, there is God, this, this is a can of worms, which we won't get into, but there's a lot of stuff that everyone on this planet should just look into when it comes to eating meat. And I was a huge meat, yeah. like big time. Uh, but it has just really changed. And honestly, we feel so much better. So I'm reading this book, yeah. Eating Animals, because it really dives into like, like why this matters to us as a society yeah. and us as a community. So well, like you're talking, you're talking to a community of sustainability professionals. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I know a lot of uh, vegetarians and vegans in the solar industry that just because of it's part of their ethos, it's part yeah. of who they are. Uh, in fact, uh, anecdotally, my wife, uh, we purchase annually a quarter of a steer from a sustainable grass, you know, grass-fed nice. a local farm. Uh, and just yesterday, she said, um, "We're going to buy another quarter steer, right?" And I. I paused and she's like, wait, are you really giving up cow? <laughs> and uh, I said, I, I said, I, I can't answer that question yet. I've, I'm not, I'm not to the place where I can yeah. decide definitively say like, I love fish and I can stick with vegetables and fish. I could be a pescatarian, yeah. but I have, I do have some problems with the, the, the human ramifications of the, um, of the animal for food industry. Yeah. 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 Read uh, this book. I'm like 20% into this book so far. It's, you'll never eat meat again if you read this book. Oh my like, gosh. It, it just, it it really goes into some, and, and like good, like science-backed, deep research stuff that's <laughs> my not My buddy just, Luis. What's that? Uh, my buddy Luis Morales is going to love this. Yeah, he's yeah. a He's an outspoken vegan, it, so. It's good stuff. So yeah, those are the things. But also on my nightstand is uh, an Amazon Echo so that anytime my wife Carol and I are laying in bed and we're having an argument, we can ask uh, Alexa for the correct answer to whatever argument. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We have a, uh, we could have a whole, I could have a whole podcast on the Echo. I bought it on the, uh, on the recommendation of folks in the BMF community uh, and on your glowing review. And, uh, and I personally love it. My wife hates it. It's the whole idea of having a robot in our house. Yeah. She hates it. And I have a six year old, a three year old, a newborn, bear in mind. So they have learned to curtail their comments to this girl, Alexa, yeah. in our house. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So we now refer to it as the dot because nice. uh, I don't want them to activate it. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Jason, what one thing do you consistently do that yields the greatest impact in your personal professional life? Writing. Honestly, I, I had not mm. really realized this. I mean, I think obviously like being true to who I am, like embracing my uniqueness, all those things. Mm-hmm. But the tangible thing that yeah, I do mechanical thing. is writing, is putting out yeah, articles wow. every single week, whether they're good, bad, whether I believe they're going to be amazing, but just trying to put things out into the world that I've learned lessons about or that I think are important lessons for entrepreneurs wow. to learn. That writing leads to everything. I mean, literally my words that I type lead to sales of products. They lead to helping people overcome things in their life. They lead to me wow. getting things off of my chest. So, yeah. I, and I was never a writer. I mean, a couple of years ago when I wrote my first book, I had only written tweets and most of them were not funny. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, like this journey for me has only been the past couple of years, but I've really just kind of jumped headfirst into this and it's just yeah. paid off so much for me. 
Yeah. So I usually say here, what's next on the horizon for you? But I guess I'll just say, uh, and this maybe is an obvious plug for you, but what are you working on now? What are you excited about? And how can people find out more about you? Yeah, I mean, this is by our future right now is like the big yeah. thing. We're, we're on the third launch. Obviously, the big twist with Caroline coming on, you get both of our futures, everything we create uh, in the past and everything we we ever will create, you get at no extra yeah. cost. Um, but for me, I actually am and slowing down a little bit on the creation of more things and I'm trying to invest in the products that I've already created so that I can kind of beef them up and have them be the yeah. best that they can be because my time has just been so segmented. And that's really what Buy My Future slash Buy Our Future does for us is it gives us the breathing room with cash so that we can have that's that right. so that we can go, okay, we now have not have to worry about you know bills for a year. Now right. let's reinvest in all of our products so that everyone else can now benefit that we have the time so to do beautiful. that. So that's what we're thinking yeah. about now. Uh, you know, For the foreseeable future, we'll see things change pretty quickly. So who knows? Yeah, and to, and before we move on, uh, buy my future, buy our future, which is going to be which is buyourfuture.com, right? Yep. Forward slash Nico, if you want to help out, um, you can read every. It's actually you'll appreciate Jason's wit, and I encourage you all if you're curious just in copy, if you just want a good laugh, go read the buy our future sales page because it is you're sure to walk away feeling better about your day and your life. Uh, if even if you don't buy, a, I hope that you'll just even recommend it to someone else to brighten their day. Because Jason's wit, his approach to introducing himself, even the welcome mat, the way that he asks for your email for his newsletter, in my opinion, is one of the most genuine in the industry. Um, if you haven't signed up for it already, I encourage you to sign up for Action Army, which is his newsletter over at JasonDoesStuff.com. And you, your Twitter handle? Uh, Jason Does Stuff. Jason Does Stuff. At Jason Does Stuff. Awesome. Um, so. We do a bold prediction, and I'm um, I'm tepid about giving you any constraints here. So I'll just ask the question, Jason. What one thing do you see happening in the coming 12 months that perhaps nobody else is tracking? What's in your crystal ball? Yeah, I I'm really bullish on this idea that social media is not good for us. I mean, I quit Facebook mm. about six months ago. I've really curtailed my use. I was a very very heavy user. My whole business was built on social media ten right. years ago. And I, I really believe that this is a toxic thing. I think social media is the next big addiction. And I think that so many people are afraid to admit that they use it as a crutch for their businesses. Uh, mm. They use it for a crutch for their lives to escape from right. their actual life so that they can look at huh. other people's perfect versions of their lives. And I really do believe that, that so much of what you could be doing with your business gets lost in the time that you spend thinking that things are happening when they're not. Or if you're just literally wasting time scrolling through these unbelievably well psychologically analyzed news feeds yes. that, that are built to keep us there. And I know I sound like an old man on a porch with a cane, <laughs> but I really do believe that this is the next great addiction after drugs and alcohol uh, because people just can't stop using it. And I've just seen so much value in my life from stepping back from using things every day, from not looking at the perfect curated lives of other people and going, how can I just look up? How can I just enjoy yeah. my life and really appreciate what I'm doing and the people that are around me um, and, and really invest in that. So I, I'm super, you know, I'm, I'm on this, like everyone should do a social media detox, at least to start to like figure that totally. out. That's what kicked it off for me. But then I also yeah. think everyone should quit Facebook uh, as well. Sorry, Mark. Uh, but I just, I think it's just very, very dangerous for a lot of people. So Jason's bold prediction is that the Alcoholics Anonymous of social media will be born in the next year and that Snapchat's IPO will fail miserably. Yep, yep, and yep. I will link to his social media detox article, which is a really compelling one, 
in the show notes as well. Jason, you are a wealth of knowledge, information, inspiration, and wit, my friend. I'm so glad that you could join us on Suncast today and grace my friends with your presence. Thank you. Amazing questions. Really good conversation, Nico. I very much appreciate it, my friend. Excellent. That's a wrap on today's conversation, Solar Warriors, and you're now well-armed for battle. Hopefully, you'll take away some great tools for your own success. I'd love it if you'd share what you learned or share the episode over on LinkedIn. Let me know what other tools you need. If you want to sharpen the axe a little bit more, I've shared some of the resources we discussed in today's conversation over at mysuncast.com. Just click on the latest episode link in the title bar. Perhaps the best tool in your arsenal might be subscribing to the mailing list while you're there so that you'll get an email from yours truly when new content is available. Have a suggestion for someone you think should join the conversation? Email me, nico at mysuncast.com or shoot me a message on LinkedIn. Hey, that's it. Thanks for being here. Until next time, stay informed, my friend, and stay tuned.